You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast, your source for all the latest post-apocalyptic news. Hello and welcome back to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I'm your host, Sean, Senior Editor here at Post-Apocalyptic Media, and this is episode number 80. And in this one, I'm going to talk about uh, Walking Dead, Black Mirror, Handmaid's Tale, uh, Fallout series on Amazon, uh, Isle of the Dead, which is the Walking Dead spinoff. There's a lot. There's just a lot to talk about. I wasn't here last week, so it's like a double episode, but still the same amount of time. I don't know how I do it. How do I do that? How do I fit all that in? (laughs) Well, it's... The, the secret is talking quickly. Anyway, so the first little thing I want to talk about is the walls of Alexandria are coming down. Now, if you're not a Walking Dead fan, you might not know what Alexandria is, but Alexandria and Hilltop are both uh, set locations and, and, you know, towns, I guess, settlements in The Walking Dead. They've been in several seasons of the show. And uh, Alexandria has been iconic because it has these metal walls that go all the way around. Well, that's an actual location. This is a a set that's it's in Sonoy, Georgia, and it's set up there. It's been set up there for years. Well, now they're tearing it down. They're actually tearing down those iconic walls. Um, there are actually some um, some tour companies, uh, Georgia Tour Company, I think it's called, it has been you know showing people this location. And of course, I don't think you can go in it, but I think you can at least go there and see the outside of it. And what's crazy is, you know, I'm kicking myself. I only live maybe two hours away from this. And here I am, you know, wishing I would have gone there, at least touch the wall because <laughs> I'm a big Walking Dead fan, you know, and, I, and it would be, it would have been great to go there and just kind of see where this has been filmed, right? Well, I, it's, it's done. Uh, you know, my chances is over. Uh, Hilltop and Alexandria are both being torn down, um, which, you know, it's an end of an era. The The show is done. They finished filming. Now, we just have a few episodes left of this last season that they're going to show in, here in a couple months. And, uh, and then that'll be it. The, the show, I mean, the legacy of the show will live on in all the spinoffs, which we'll talk about one of them here in a, in a, in a little bit. But... The main Walking Dead show will be done either at the end of this year, I think maybe even uh, the beginning of next year. So we'll see. All right. On to the next bit of news. Resident Evil released on Netflix uh, last week. Now, here's the thing about it. I I did check it out. I actually watched about uh, five minutes of the first episode before I had to turn it off because it's stupid. Um... (laughs) I know I shouldn't be like that, but it's it's the truth. It just not, it's not. I don't. It wasn't very good. I, I probably will give it another chance. It just at the time I just couldn't sit and watch it. Um, but I feel like my opinion of it is kind of mirrored in the opinion of critics. You know, professional critics who are given like early access to this stuff and you know check it out before it launches and stuff like that. So. I'm going to read a few of these. Like Collider uh, gave it a 2.5 out of 10. 
2.5. That's really bad. They, and here's a, a quote from Collider. They say, Resident Evil as a universe has such a rich history with decades worth of characters, stories, and mysteries to dive into. Netflix's Resident Evil does its best to integrate these into a more expansive series, but it flounders under poor execution, awkward performances, and fan service that rarely works. There's a great Resident Evil adaptation in here somewhere, but like the zeros scattered throughout this show, Resident Evil mostly just bites. Ouch. Ouch. That's a, that's not a very good one. Um, I mean, not a very nice one. The Independent gave it a 4 out of 10. The Guardian gave it 4 out of 5. And there were some that actually gave it, a, like GameSpot. GameSpot was praising it. They said that while this might not be the first Resident Evil adaptation, it's off to a strong start to claim the award. Listen to this. For the best adaptation we've yet seen. Now, that's quite a title, considering the fact that, um, you know, we've had... I mean, do, do we count the game, the board game? Do we count the um, the comic books, the graphic novels? Do we count... I mean, and then you look at the movies, right? There's several movies, which are... Some of them are really, really good. Um, but GameSpot is actually calling this the best adaptation they've seen, they've yet seen. Um, I don't know. So he says uh, it, it's not a, a shot at the beloved movie franchise, but simply a nod to the idea that Netflix's take feels more at home in the video game world. Its storytelling approach of unfolding the the plot at two separate points in time over a decade apart keeps things unique and engaging. So um, the plot is uh, 2022 before the apocalypse happens. You get to see the family, the Wexler flame family before that. And then you get to see it afterward in 2036, I believe it is. So you get to see kind of, uh, you know, as the family, well, the daughter searches for her sister, the whole thing, right? And we were introduced to this family before in the games, right? Um, but this is a, a focus on that family, the Wexler family only. And, uh, and it kind of explores their, uh, you know, their story. Again, I'm telling this from, from what I know of the previous movies and the games and what I've read about the movie. I have not seen, I mean, TV show. I keep saying movie, TV show. This is a TV show. So from what I've I haven't seen this TV show, so I don't know firsthand, you know. So don't take my word for it is what I'm saying. <laughs> Check it out for yourself. It's on Netflix right now. And it's actually, I, I don't know if it still is, but for a while there, it was the number one TV show on Netflix. You know how they like to do the ranking and show it right there on the, on the front page when you log in? Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, NME gives it three out of five. The Telegraph gives it four out of five. So a lot of these aren't horrible scores. Hidden Remote gives it 7.5 out of 10. Uh, it's just a couple of them that were really, really not nice. And if you look at the comments uh, in, you know, like the, the trailer for, you know, for the series, a lot of the comments are very, very negative. People, I don't know, they don't like it. <laughs> and these are not professional critics, you know, of course, which, you know, is good and bad. Uh, but they, uh, a lot of fans of the games are, are basically saying this has nothing to do with the games, doesn't follow the games. Uh, Wexler is completely different person like he's just his attitude and his the way he acts and everything is completely different so i think it turned a lot of people off so i don't know 
Um, again, I, you know, I have to check it out completely. All right, next little bit of news here is from Black Mirror. Yes, there's going to be another season of Black Mirror. Uh, it's been three years. Of course, we had the pandemic happen and things like that. But it's been three years since we've uh, since we've seen a new episode of Black Mirror. Uh, C- series six is what this is going to be. Now they call their seasons series serieses. Um, if you follow along with Black Mirror, if you've watched it, you know that the first couple seasons were on BBC. I think BBC Channel Four in uh, in the UK and. They were very, you know, like three episodes here, three episodes there. And then they started doing a few more. I think they had six episodes in, let's see, I'm trying to remember this off, off the top of my head, which never works. I think they had six episodes in season four, because I know season five, sorry, series five, had only three episodes. They went back to the three episode uh, format and... It threw some people off. They're like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Well, they're they're already saying that, uh, that, you know, the producers have confirmed that Series 6 will have more than uh, three episodes. Does that mean four episodes or does it mean six or does it mean 12? I don't know. But I love Black Mirror. It's it's a really great show. It's very, it's like sci-fi. It's like dystopian sci-fi meets Twilight Zone. You know, you have these short little anthology, or, you know, short little stories in the anthology. You have these short little stories in an anthology format, right? And uh, and it works. Brilliant, brilliant shows. Anyway, so for series six, we have word of a few uh, a few stars that are going to be in this. We have uh, Aaron Paul, who's in Breaking Bad. He's in Westworld. Um, you, you probably know him best from Breaking Bad, right? Uh, we have Zazie Beetz from Deadpool 2, Kate Mara from Fantastic Four, Josh Hartnett, who is who looks exactly the same as he did when he was in Black Hawk Down like 20 years ago. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but uh, Josh Hartnett's going to be in it. Danny Ramirez from Top Gun Maverick and a few others. I have a whole list in this article of all of the uh, the actors who are going to be in uh, in this this next season. Now, Aaron Paul has actually been in a previous episode. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but he he has been. So so he's no stranger to Black Mirror. Um, but I'm excited to see this. I you know I like all these these actors. They're quality actors. So the the uh, you know it seems like Black Mirror has never really shied away from having stars you know of course they had miley cyrus on an episode one time and a lot of people have called that the worst episode which it wasn't that bad but i think having miley cyrus on it helped you know she's not dare i say relevant anymore um i don't know if you're a fan i i apologize but (laughs) the, the miley cyrus of you know four years ago whenever she was on the on the show is completely different and so having her on the the show was a big deal at the time uh but fans have have voted that one of the worst episodes so i don't know all right next little bit of news here handmaid's tale is uh approaching season five right and to help celebrate that they've released a season five trailer 
So Stephanie went through, Stephanie's done a lot of analysis of not only the trailer, but also hints and like clues and things we've heard about season five, you know, what the plot is supposed to be and, and where the show is going. Because a lot of people say, wait a minute, how in the world is this show still going after, you know, the escape? And I, I won't get into spoilers, but you know what I mean? It, it, it changed a lot. And, and I think we pretty much, didn't we reach the end of the book? A couple seasons back. Um, but Margaret Atwood has written another book. So, I believe they're taking uh, taking up, up from there. But anyway, so this trailer, uh, Stephanie, like I said, Stephanie goes through it and she, she kind of breaks it down and talks about every little point that she noticed from the trailer. Uh, let me. I'm just going to go over these points real quick. So, one is June wants Serena to know that she's to blame for the commander's death. Uh, another point is the fact that uh, we see we see stuff like we see Serena doing yoga, and then June says, "I feel Gilead pulling me back." So I mean, take that as you will. Uh, we see Nick. Nick is back. He's in this trailer. Uh, we see uh, Luke wants June to know that she's safe. That's another point because they they show the, on the plane. There's uh, a scene of Serena actually leaving the plane. Um, June's husband, Luke tells her she can't get to you. So you've just got to forget about her. So it's still, you know, it's like this battle between June and Serena, which, Hey, (laughs) I mean, it's deserved, right? They need, they, they've been battling it out since season one and, uh, it's pretty crazy, but here's one that kind of scares me. Serena is growing more powerful and amassing a following. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Um, yeah, so Aunt Lydia's back too. That's another thing that we noticed from this trailer. Uh, June is seen running and things are getting tense in Canada. Now, June running, there's two things you can count on in uh, Handmaid's Tale. It's a close-up of June's face and June running, right? Some kind of emergency is always happening. Uh, Luke may end up in jail is another point. Um yeah. So go, you know, go check out this article. Check out the trailer if you have not already. We uh I'll put a link to it, of course, as I always do. But uh check out Stephanie's analysis and the trailer itself. Good good stuff. I have to catch up on this show. Another uh, another, you know, running theme here is I need to catch up on the show. All right. Next little bit of news is from Tales of the Walking Dead. Now, Tales of the Walking Dead is a spinoff of The Walking Dead. Um, it is an anthology where it's going to tell, there's six episodes, so it's the, the story of six different people. Some of them are old, some of them are new, you know, characters, not, not age. Um, and, you know, we've been teased before about some of, the, um, some of the actors who are going to be part of this cast. Um, since each one is its own story, each episode is its own story that tells like kind of a backstory. Uh, you know, one of the 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 returning uh, characters, I guess you could say, from The Walking Dead into Tales of the Walking Dead is Alpha. You might remember Alpha from what was that season nine, somewhere around there. The people who cut the faces off and you know put the skin of of their enemies on their and made <laughs> made faces they basically did it so they could hide among amongst the zombies which was 
great, great season. Um, so I think we're going to get the backstory there. It, it looks in the trailer almost like she's talking to a young girl who might be Lydia, her daughter, who, who later joins the good guy side, you know, and all that. Spoiler alert. Uh, so we get a, a, a good look at this trailer for Tales of the Walking Dead. It has Terry Crews. Terry Crews, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a funny guy. He's in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I, you know, I love his character there. Um, and then we have uh, Olivia Munn is with him in this trailer, so they they're probably going to be together uh, in that same story. We have Piper Posey, who I'm a big fan of. Piper Posey. Jillian Bell is in the same scene as Piper Posey. Now, here's what I'm getting out of the Piper Posey section of the trailer. Um, we saw in a previous trailer. Uh, Piper Posey kind of moved her her collar down and let a zombie bite her neck. You know, she kind of turned around, she lowered the collar, and she's like, you know, go ahead, bite my neck. Well, in this trailer, we see Piper and Jillian Bell's characters talking to each other, and she says, uh, she says, you know, something to the effect of, "Are you ready to do something crazy, or do you want to do something new?" Uh, oh, here she says, "You want, yeah, you want to try something new." I just found this on the on the article so and jillian bell's like yeah let's do it so i figure they're probably bored after the apocalypse you know i mean there's no tv anymore there's no netflix there's no amc there's no host apocalyptic media podcast (laughs) in the apocalypse so uh so they get bored and they just want to turn into zombies i don't know but what's crazy is it looks like that is the first episode and that episode is called the heist. Heist. So, does that mean they want to turn into zombies and do a high? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it, but we can only speculate at this point. And like I mentioned, Alpha's character is coming back, played by Samantha Morton. We also have a few other, um, pretty, you know, pretty big stars. We have Anthony Edwards, who was in Top Gun. He was a doctor in ER, right? You know that guy. But I am excited for uh, for this anthology series because I, I first of all I love anthologies, and second of all, it I love backstories, you know, and Walking Dead. It it has Walking Dead, and I love Terry Crews. I mean, it's just everything in one. It's just amazing. August fourteenth is when the first episode is coming out, and uh, that will be on AMC Plus and AMC. So check that out. Tales of the Walking Dead. All right, speaking of The Walking Dead, we have more Walking Dead stuff, right? The Walking Dead stuff does not end. Uh, we all know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is, right? Every fan of Walking Dead, you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He plays Negan. You know, the guy with the leather jacket and the, the baseball bat he named Lucille. Um, he is, at this point, I, I point this out in this article I write, at, at this point, he should probably just be like AMC social media coordinator. Because the guy, everything he tweets about Walking Dead, people go nuts over. Well, here's another example. He tweeted a picture of the script for Isle of the Dead. Now, if you're following along at home, we have The Walking Dead ending this year or next year. We have Tales of the Walking Dead, the anthology series that's starting in less than a month. And then we have Isle of the Dead, which is Negan and Maggie, their story. They're in New York City. They're in Manhattan, the island of Manhattan, which, you know, that's where you get the name Isle of the Dead. And uh, 
It's kind of an interesting story because a lot of people are like, wait a minute. Negan and Maggie, are they going to, are they, what? No, no, they're not. They're not, they're not going to hook up. That's not a thing. So don't, just get that out of your head. There's not going to be a Negan and Maggie hookup. Uh, and, and I think, you know, Maggie pointed this out while well, the, the actress who plays Maggie, Lauren Cohen, she pointed out that um, they tolerate each other. And in Isle of the Dead, they're basically going to continue tolerating each other. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, you know, angry back and forth and, you know, stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. But it's cool to know that A, the the filming has begun, right? They've started filming in New York City and, uh, and New Jersey too. And B, that it's it's going ahead, you know, it's going ahead with production because we know that the the other um, the other spinoff that was supposed to be the Daryl and Carol spinoff isn't happening because uh, Carol basically can't do it, you know. So, uh, so so it's good to know that we have the Isle of the Dead. Go, you know, and the Walking Dead universe is continuing and it's going on and it's it's going to live on with Negan. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. Did you ever think, I mean, think about that. Like when you first saw Negan, the guy was a complete jackass. He did some stuff that, you know, I think is, isn't really a spoiler anymore. That was several years ago. I think everybody, everybody knows what happened to Glenn, right? So he's done some, some of the, the biggest, most heinous stuff bad stuff in the series, right? So who would have ever thought that at this point he was going to be a protagonist? And not only that, he's going to have his own spinoff. Well, he and and Maggie have their own spinoff. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. But but Jeffrey Dean Morgan seems very optimistic about this. He, He literally says, here we go, right? With this, with this photo of the script, um, very cool stuff. I'm excited about it. I think uh, everyone, you know, most uh, most fans are. I I don't know. Maybe not excited. Maybe that's not the word. Just curious. We're curious to see where they go with this. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Next little bit of news is from the world of Fallout. Amazon, of course, is working on a Fallout series, which we already knew. Um, we've already known some of the cast announcements. We had Walton Goggins, who is, uh, he's the guy, you know, every time you see him, he always plays a bad guy, and it's usually in a Western. He was in Justified. He's in, like, uh, a couple other movies. But he's he's never really the star. He's never, like, the lead actor, but... We're, I don't know. We're speculating that he might be the lead actor in this Fallout series. We do know that he's playing a ghoul. And Tina actually wrote something up uh, back in February, I think it was, that a- asked that question. You know, are we going to have a ghoul as the main protagonist in the Fallout series? Which would be great. I think that would be cool. I think it would be a really cool angle. Um, of course, it's not the, the rotter ghoul. You know, if you're a Fallout fan, you know that there are two types of ghouls or the the type that are basically exactly like humans, except they have ghoul faces. And then there are the ones that just moan and, you know, act like zombies. Well, so he's going to play, I assume, <laughs> the uh, the intelligent ghoul. 
and uh, and this picture he posted, he, he posted something on his Instagram where it's a picture of him. And in the back, there's a, a little piece of paper that someone wrote ghoul with a Sharpie. And he's just under the picture, you know, just chilling out. And he says, day one, fallout for Amazon. Deep breath. Exhale. Let's see where this road goes want to. I think he didn't. I think he just meant goes to. Um, so what he's saying is. This is another show. This Isle of, De- Isle of the Dead and Fallout are both starting filming at the same time, the same week. So in, you know, whatever it'll be, a year, two years from now, we're going to get some good stuff, right? I'm excited for the Fallout. I mean, I've been a Fallout fan forever. I mean, I uh, I mean, I played the, the spiritual precessor <laughs> of Fallout. It was Wasteland in 1988 and i've written articles about how much of a wasteland fanatic i i was as a kid i met brian fargo which was crazy (laughs) you know the guy is like he's like my idol or you know at the time and uh so and you go on from there there's fallout one fallout two fallout three fallout four i love them all for various reasons i don't hate any of them for any reason i think that um I just, you know, they're different games, but I love all. Oh, and who can forget New Vegas, right? How, do, how in the heck did I leave New Vegas off that? Um, even Fallout 76, I haven't played it a ton. I maybe have like 20 hours into that. But uh, again, another great game. Uh, the Fallout universe is is rich. It's deep. And to see some of the things they've done already, you know, with this series, we have uh, behind the scenes photos that someone took on Staten Island. Um, and w- I love it because it's like someone there saw a, a supermarket that was uh, kind of decked out and it said Super Duper Mart. Now, you might remember Super Duper Mart is in all the fallouts. But in Fallout 3, it's one of the, it's pretty much the first place you go after you leave Vault 101, right? <clears throat> so, it's iconic, Super Duper Mart. They made this, there were all of these uh, vehicles out front that looked very like, you know, retro Americana, 50s, 40s. Um, They look like actual vehicles, but they're just a little bit different. You know, they're like completely new kinds of vehicles. They had a few of those sitting out front and they had some armored up ones. So it looks like, it looks true. You know, it looks like that's really a, a filming location you know where they're doing this so that's exciting i'm i don't know i'm just beyond excited to see it and if you haven't seen those photos yet i have a link to the um to the twitter account of the guy who took the photos uh he actually took a bunch because people went crazy as you can imagine and told him to go back and take more photos so he went back and he a couple days he he went back and took a bunch of photos all on his facebook or i mean on his twitter and uh and I linked to all those, most of them, in uh, in the article. So check that out. Um, yeah, and as far as news, that's pretty much it. We have, I mean, there's a lot more. Uh, Peter Dinklage is going to be in the Hunger Games prequel, right? That's pretty cool. Peter Dinklage is an amazing actor. Um, I have the YouTube roundup for this week. Uh, uh, Tina did a. Uh, another book review for Immortal North by Tom Stewart. We have 
stray coverage. I mean, stray. I, if you haven't seen that game yet, I, let me just uh, give you kind of a quick review. Okay. It's a puzzle game, right? You're a cat. You're in a post-apocalyptic city. You're figuring out little puzzles. It's very, you know, if you like stuff like, um, I don't know. There are a lot of games where you have to find one thing and give it to someone and then then uh, they have to use that item to, to give you the next thing in the line. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a progressive puzzle. Very cool. But all that stuff aside, you know, the gameplay is amazing. All that stuff aside, the the model for the cat is it just, I just want to be a cat all day in this game. You know what I mean? You just run around, you knock stuff off the, uh, off the table. And, uh, it's kind of a thing that you do in the game. It's actually, you actually get achievements for doing stuff like scratching uh, doors and, and rugs and couches and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but even beyond that, even beyond the story and the character model and the, the fun things you can do as a cat, the environments are incredible. It's really, really, really well done. I think that it just to, to be in that world is totally worth it. Now, it's a little gated. You know, there's a lot of places you can go, but there's, it's not a, a true open world. You know, there's a lot of places where you're, where you're kind of stuck. I'm about 30% through the game right now, according to the achievements that I've gotten. And, uh, so that's kind of, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I'm not even halfway through the game yet and I'm giving commentary. But as far as initial first impressions, it's a really, really, really good game. Totally worth the money. I think I got it for 20, 24 bucks. I think it's on sale. Totally worth it. Very, very fun game. Especially if you're a cat lover. If you hate cats, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um... But Stray's a great game. And we do have coverage of that. We have, uh, I've been playing it on our Twitch channel. I've been live streaming it. And those videos go to our YouTube channel. So if you miss the Twitch in a couple days, it will be on our YouTube channel. And you can check that out anytime. Uh, also, Alone Season 9 recaps. I just started watching. I'm not caught up to where the show is. It's on Episode 8 right now. I'm on like Episode 3. Boy, I love that show. That alone is such a great show. It just keeps getting better and better. So uh, Tina writes up those uh, reviews and recaps. Check those out. And like I said before, tons of Handmaid's Tale Season 5 speculation and analysis and all that kind of stuff. Check that out. But yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. We have some Westworld stuff. We have some uh, some more uh, Resident Evil stuff. Lots of great stuff on the on the site. Um, and if you have not already, check us out on our social media. Check us out, especially check out tw- uh, Twitch, right? Even if you're not a huge uh, live stream fan, if you're a game fan, check it out. Because I play a couple great games. I play Endzone on there, which is like a post-apocalyptic city builder. Um, Stray I've been playing. I've been playing Flotsam, which is another kind of floating city builder. Raft incredible game i think i talked about that last podcast um yeah i've been playing some really really great you know i just play post-apocalyptic games so if that's all you want to see that's the that's the place to watch it but yeah check all that out um i want to thank all of you for listening this has been fun and make sure that you catch me next time 
and catch me on Twitch. If you if you catch me on Twitch, tell me you're a podcast listener and tell me hi. And I will give you a special gold star. I don't know what that is yet, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. As always, stay alive out there and always be ready for the big one. Bye-bye.